Hey there, welcome back to the show. I am so glad you're here today. It is February and I am so excited. I love this month. It is one of my favorite months and I think I said that in November as well because these are my two absolute faves and there's a lot coming up and I hope so far your year is going great. Some of us might need a restart so consider this your permission to restart. Today I am just going to briefly talk about simple dinners and meals that are easy if you are like me and you are currently being overwhelmed by the plethora of Pinterest recipe ideas and boards that you have created. Let's go. Welcome to Reps and Redemption. What would your life look like if you started to prioritize your health and your faith? Have you been up late at night Googling healthy grocery lists, upper body workouts, or quiet time with God ideas? Hey there, I'm Ashley Harvey, college athlete, Jesus follower, now wife and stay-at-home mom of three daughters. In this podcast, you will be motivated to build your physical strength, increase in biblical wisdom, and utilize tactical health tips. If you're ready to be a part of a like-minded community of moms who want to be bold in their faith and live well, you're in the right place. Grab an iced coffee or a Celsius and head to the gym. Let's dive in. ever get overwhelmed by all the options that you could create and then you know you've got to make the grocery list and prep for the week and maybe you're not a meal prepper like me and really when you think about it if you came to my house I'm not necessarily a meal prepper my husband will batch cook a couple proteins on the weekend and actually this past weekend he only did like a couple packages of sausages and we have some from some of the deer that he's hunted over the last year and we try to keep it <clears throat> pretty simple and you know I think sometimes <clears throat> we need permission to to be like okay you know it's okay I don't I don't need a board on Pinterest or on the internet filled with all these complicated recipes and I think that is actually where I have found myself recently I do not like to follow instructions <laughs> when it gets a little complicated. I get overwhelmed. I have a one-year-old, a five-year-old, a 20-year-old. They are all very um, close and we love spending time together. I personally don't want to cook a meal for more than 30 minutes and I do love to keep my house tidy. I love to keep things together. I don't want a big mess. Um, and then if I do, I want to clean it up soon after in the kitchen, that is. And what I have learned is when I overcomplicate things and I'm going through and I'm like, okay, what am I going to make for dinner this week? What can I, what can I do? I end up actually spending more because I buy things that I don't ever really use to make a specific recipe. And then I'm kind of stuck with all these extra ingredients that I might not touch again for months. And I, you know, for one meal and it took me two hours and, you know, maybe I learned something from it, maybe not, maybe it was just delicious and we moved on. But I got to thinking like, there's got to be an easier way to eat healthy. And I do think planning goes into it. So if there was something I had to say, and I've said this before, and I'm not going to make a bunch of bullet points or anything, but I think the first thing we can do to have healthier food on hand 
is to plan. And with a plan, basically you have a purpose, right? So you're going to say no to a lot of things that maybe you once purchased. For me, there's a couple of things that I used to purchase that I thought were borderline healthy and could pass as being healthy and have since been enlightened to the fact that they were not. Thus, we will no longer be spending our hard-earned, my husband's hard-earned dollars on those items. And to make it a little bit more digestible, I think, since we're talking about food, you know, before the internet, before things really, you know, took off online and Pinterest and Instagram and all these things, yeah, it's okay to try some things and maybe I'll experiment on the weekend and you know, I made a keto cheesecake, uh, no sugar cheesecake this past weekend for my husband who was just finishing a autoimmune protocol and it was good. It wasn't amazing. I, you know, overcooked it cause I had never made a cheesecake, but once in the eight years we've been married, but you know, I just, I spent a little bit on the cream cheese. I already had some baking items and that was about it. So it wasn't very expensive to try, but it did take some time to make. But as far as I would say the internet and things being put online, before any of that happened, before the canned, I don't know if you remember this, the canned food craze. So basically that was in my grandparents' generation where, you know, they canned foods just became huge and collecting them and like, and nothing wrong with them. If you use them, I have some in my pantry myself, but that was kind of like a dump and go. And I would say before that, maybe when my grandmother was younger, you know, and in that generation, I'm trying to think of what year that would have been, but it was mainly like, how did they feed their families? Either pass down recipes that they knew how to make, or they would focus on the essentials, which was, you know, a vegetable, a protein, and a carb. It's like potatoes. I kind of think... It was a lot easier back then because we weren't trying to make something so complicated. And I do think once we get to that place where food has to be complicated or, you know, a little laborious, that I think that's why I I have said for years in the beginning of being married is I just really don't like cooking. But now, since I'm stepping into this new knowledge, this new life of living healthier and being planning our health journey on purpose, being very purposeful with what I eat, with what my family eats. I'm actually in the last, I would say, you know, four to eight weeks spending less and spending less time in the kitchen, but eating way more savory and satiating. And I think that if you don't like to plan or recipes kind of overwhelm you or you're just like, I don't know, I have some tips that might help. And I've said this before in making nutrition simple. I follow kind of especially for the adults in the house. So it's my husband, myself, my 20-year-old bonus daughter, and then our five-year-old and our one-year-old. And what I try to do is straight down the plate is a line. So then on one side on the left side would be broccoli, a salad, very colorful, 
um, maybe some kale, bacon on there just to make it flavorful, but mostly veggies and peppers. We love peppers, raw and cooked, um, a, a bunch of different, you know, think colorful veggies. And then you're going to put on the other side is, you know, you're going to put that, divide that line in half. So then half would be protein, three to four ounces. My husband generally eats four to six. And then your complex carbs, if you eat them and enjoy them. Now, for example, my husband will eat some carbs, but it's it's definitely not simple carbs. It's complex carbs, which would be like a sweet potato or maybe some quinoa. Um, but he prefers not to. Uh, he notices a difference in his body when he does. So his is usually half veggies, half greens, and half protein. So I tried to stick to that rule of thumb, and and it really has helped change the way that I look at recipes when I do look at old boards that I've created on Pinterest or I try to make something like, oh, maybe I should make something different. And that's, you know, like, like I said, I'll try something on the weekend or every other weekend, something new, but this has really simplified my life. So let me give you an example of what I'm doing this week. And I'll tell you where I got one of these ideas, but I, I do love when we meal prep and batch cook a bunch of protein on the weekend but sometimes it doesn't happen and so this week I have in the fridge in a 9 by 13 pan a defrost dish so it's all the protein I'm going to make this week that I am going to just throw in I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it I might use the instant pot I might use the crock pot I might use the oven I have a whole chicken I have two one pound bags of ground beef I have, what else do I have? I have two other things in there. I'm just giving you an example. So some of it's frozen, some of it's already thawed out, like the whole chicken, which I will make in the Instapot today. And you can make these delicious and savory and wonderful to eat with olive oil, grass-fed butter, herbs, salt, more salt, (laughs) Malayan pink salt, extra pepper, And then I'm going to, I just got my first cast iron skillet. I am so excited. I used it this morning for breakfast and it was amazing. And I cannot wait to cook some complex carbohydrates in it. So I'll cook up some sweet potatoes and, you know, have those ready to go. And I just thought, you know, another great side of veggies and then a fat, like a healthy fat is avocados they go with everything breakfast lunch or dinner and i'm going to be fermenting my own sauerkraut today i'm starting a lot of little house projects that i've been wanting to start for a while and i'm just so excited to have simplified the idea that making breakfast lunch or dinner has to be complicated or out of a box and it does not have to be any of those things and i know like right now There's a lot of like, oh my goodness, eggs are so expensive and this is, you know, this is crazy. And and I get it, but eggs have been, if you've been buying pasture-raised eggs um, for a while, and we actually didn't this time, we bought just regular white eggs from Costco because it was like, I don't even know how many trays of eggs for 15 bucks. And I need a lot of eggs this week because I'm making hard-boiled eggs. I'm going to be baking bread. There's a lot of things I'm going to be doing with the eggs and I want it to be a little bit more cost effective. But, um, you know, if we can spend four to $6 on a coffee, I think we can trade it for 
a really good bunch of eggs. Would you agree? And having these options and really thinking of meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner like this, veggies, complex carbs. So if that's for you, a sweet potato, or maybe it's a whole grain English muffin or seven seeds, organic grain bread with peanut butter on it and an egg. So you're thinking you need a veggie, a complex carbohydrate, not white, not, not a white, you know, flour, not uh, a bunch of processed food. You're aiming for highly nutritionally dense food and protein. It just makes thinking of food so much easier and you can make it so unbelievably tasty. I'll give you an example. Last week, my favorite lunch was a spinach salad. So I did two cups of spinach, chopped up some onions, garlic. I had chickpeas in there. I had tomatoes. I had mint leaves. I had scoops of quinoa. What I put salmon on it one day, tuna on it one day. I just used the protein that I had either from dinner or the night before. I threw some feta cheese on there. I made my own dressing with olive oil, Dijon mustard, and balsamic. Uh, just regular balsamic, shook it up in a mason jar, poured that over the top. I don't track macros right now. I'm not doing that. I, I think there's a time and a place for sure. If that's what you like, I do, I do find myself like I don't do recipes. So <laughs> I find that really complicating and overcomplicating things. I do like to track my grams in protein though. So I have started doing that. And this has really helped when I'm aiming for 20 to 30 grams of protein for breakfast, 30 to 40 for lunch, 30 to 40 for dinner. And then I do have a couple of snacks throughout the day during this trimester. And I am also just really trying to pass some things down to my kids that they can remember and choose healthier options over easy options. And, you know, when you get used to something and you repeat something, kind of like reps, right? When you get used to something and you repeat it again and again, it becomes second nature. So instead of, you know, grabbing uh, a bag of pirate's booty for a snack, but you see a huge fruit salad with mint leaves and squeezed lemon juice, and I, <laughs> and your mom doesn't buy it anymore, <laughs> certain packaged snacks, you're going to grab what's there because it's actually going to fill you up more. The flavors and the nutrition is going to be so much better. And, you know, I was thinking, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, I, I want, I enjoy being a stay-at-home mom, even though I'm kind of like a go, go, go stay-at-home mom. <laughs> and I want to eat healthy. I want to make a beautiful home. I want to have all these wonderful moments and be present with my kids. I want my husband to walk home into a place of peace, even if it's a little chaotic. And I was wondering, I'm like, why don't I like make any of these recipes? I must have saved hundreds. And I just feel uh, uninspired. And, and I think it was because I had these expectations of what, you know, the American wife what our dream is of dinner and what it should be when really the healthiest way that I could possibly eat and I could feed my family is focusing on real whole food. 
and planning my proteins for the week. And like I said, I have for this week, I have a whole chicken, two packs of ground beef. Now the whole chicken will be a dinner, a lunch, and a broth. And I might be jumping on my um, inside of the Facebook group to make this Instapot chicken, like kind of make the chicken with me type thing. I've never made it in the Instapot. So I'm going to attempt that today. It looks amazing. And I'm going to sear it first um, for a few minutes on both sides with some butter. And then I will be cooking it on high pressure. So, and then after that, I'll be using it for lunch. I'll peel it all off the the bones. I'll save everything. And then I will make a bone broth with it and use it for either just drinking for like a healthy nutritionally dense drink. My five-year-old actually loves broth and will have her own little cup with a little bit of salt on top and she loves it. And I love that we have started doing that. I love that my husband is able to hunt um, a couple times a year for our family. We have a deer, uh, a freezer full of, I wouldn't say full of, but deer and some uh, cow and not that he hunted the cow. <laughs> But the cow is a ha very happy cow. <laughs> so we have some of that. And I'm trying to focus on, okay, what proteins can I do this week? And in the, in the I guess, the vein of being more cost effective, I, you know, I want to start buying pasture-raised chickens from the local farm here. And I'm going to be <laughs> emailing them. I, I have a few questions because it is expensive. It, it is very expensive. And... I was able to get an organic young pasture-raised chicken from the Kroger grocery store that's next to us for half the price. So I opted for that this time around. We might make a few budget changes. I'm not sure because we do want to focus on healthy foods, healthy planning, planning the proteins, but we also want to be wise. And I think we can do both. And then, you know, some maybe some weeks we can do some of the local farmers thing items that we love to get I've been buying raw milk and using that for a lot of different things and I think that we'll be able to do that but you know the plan is to just focus on whole foods and whether it comes from the Kroger up the street or you know it, I get sometimes I get the bags of wild-caught salmon from Costco whatever wherever it comes from you know, if it can fit in my budget and if I need to let some other things go so I can make it fish, fit in my budget so I can buy the fish, <laughs> um, I will do that hands down every time. And then I, I love having on hand, I know what proteins are in my deep freezer in the garage. I move them into the 9 by 13 pan in the fridge and then I say, okay, for this week I have a whole chicken, two bags of ground beef. I have a chuck roast in the freezer still for later this week, which I'll probably, because it's pretty frozen. So I'll I'll take it out of the deep freeze and I'll probably take it out today or tomorrow. And I'll use that Thursday or Friday for a pot roast in the crock pot. And this is going to be used for lunch or dinners and lunch all week long. But as you know, I said about veggies and eating the rainbow, I'm going to focus on that those two things, veggies and fruit, along with grass-fed cheeses. I've got some from one of the local farms here in Georgia. And, you know, just cut those up. I'm going to be 
making, I know this sounds, <laughs> this podcast is a little packed with things, but I am one of those people that I just love bread. And I, you know, especially if it's a baked bread or it's like, you know, I haven't had homemade bread in a while. <laughs> I don't, because no one really makes it homemade. Like not even like Panera bread. They, they, they make it. Yeah, they bake it, but they use a bunch of different things to make their bread. I'm talking like homemade from scratch bread. And I do buy loaves of organic seven grain bread, but, um, I am trading, I'm making a trade coming up here. I will be, and that would be a uh, complex carb. So depending on, you know, the kind of bread, but I have really gotten into learning about sourdough and how it it's a lot better for you. And actually, I don't know if you've ever read the blood type book, but it's better. Like if you're O blood, you can have like a seven grade C uh, seed bread or sourdough. Those are the best options. And one of the reasons I've learned is that it ferments so long and it breaks down the grains that are in the bread. And I will keep you updated on how this goes. But because I love it so much and my kids do, I'm like, why am I buying? Like it's, you know, the organic bread I'm buying right now is like seven bucks a loaf, maybe more. And if I can just learn how to do it and make it from scratch and make it fermented bread like sourdough, um, we will be <laughs> good to go. So that will that's my new endeavor along with the sauerkraut, the uh, fermenting my own cabbage and adding that to meals instead of taking a probiotic. So I think if you if you can take anything away from this episode, it's simplifying what you already know to be true. And we don't have to overcomplicate meals. We don't have to stretch our budget so thin because we don't know what we need and we're buying this, this, and this, and this. If you can just focus, like for me, I'm like, okay, I want to do one poultry night, one seafood night, one beef night, and then like a big crock pot something, and then have veggies and salad. That's pretty simple and quite cost effective, especially if you're shopping at say, you know, Aldi or Kroger or no offense to Publix. I love Publix. I don't know if that is where you, you are at, but they are quite expensive. So I do not get very much from there at all. But um, if you just focus on, you know, three to four cuts of meat and you can also, what I did a couple weeks ago is I kind of averaged how much protein my husband would like to eat per day for what he's doing, his health health and how much I need to eat during this trimester, like I, I need to hit at least 90 grams a day, preferably 125. So I kind of added all that up and I'll, I'll get the number, but it was, it was something like, it wasn't, it wasn't too crazy. It was like a hundred and, uh, I, I think, no, it wasn't a hundred grams. It was, it was like, um, 32 pounds of protein per week. But if you have a whole chicken, a chuck roast, some other beef. It, it wasn't too bad. It was between like 25 and 35, something like that. That's in pounds, actually 25 to 35 pounds of protein per week. And I'm not, you know, and I would use count in there. I counted like two dozen eggs for that too, to kind of make up for that. So it's really not too crazy. And we do eat protein a lot. So, and, and that's like a big focus for us. Um, and I want my kids to be able to, whether they get it from meat, eggs, beans, fish, it doesn't matter. 
but I do try to get that on everyone's plate. So I wanted to, you know, I think it's, it's time I share with you. I needed permission to like hear that. Cause I, you know, I'm thinking, gosh, something's wrong with me. I don't want to make, I don't want to cook. Like I just want to make what I want to make. I don't want to be reading a recipe. Now it's different. I don't feel like this about baking. I feel like give me a recipe or otherwise this bread isn't going to rise <laughs> coming up here soon. So it's different with baking, but I'm just like, why is it? And I, f- I felt uninspired. And then I was like, wait a second. I just need to focus on what's important. And that's the whole foods, the protein, the complex carbs and the vegetables. And then if I have herbs, parsley, basil, anything, uh, rosemary, salt, pepper, garlic, salt, onion powder, like I can literally olive oil and butter make anything and make anything taste absolutely delicious and it's real it's not processed or fake or have a ton of different chemicals or vegetable oils that we shouldn't be eating anyways so i hope this episode has inspired you and have been helpful and this is your permission slip to just throw out the recipes (laughs) And I was, um, I can't remember what I was reading, but I was led to, uh, f- I think it, I think her channel on YouTube is called Farmhouse on Boone. And it was her idea, the nine by 13 pan in the fridge of, you know, meat thawing out before she didn't even knew what she was going to do with it, um, from her channel. And it was a video she made like five or six years ago. But I think that what caught me to start watching her channel and start the title is um, why, you know, I don't meal prep, like meal prep without the meal prep, something like that, and why it works for her. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just think I found my best friend. (laughs) And now listen, she is an incredible cook and an incredible homemaker. And she might even be like five years younger than me. I have no idea, but I'm truly inspired. And I wanted to share this with you because maybe you needed permission to, to throw everything out and just do the basics and make your own flavors. Use lemons, use garlic, use all kinds of real things that you can get from the store that are super cheap and or the local farm stand or wherever you shop and have those ready to go for the week. And that is what I am focusing on. And this is going to really be shaping my new weekly dinner system, my new weekly meal system. Maybe that's what I'll call this this uh, episode. <laughs> I hope this has inspired you and challenged you to start prioritizing your health through your food and for your family. If this episode motivated, inspired, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could leave Reps and Redemption and Apple Podcast Review. This is the only way I know you like the show. Please join the Facebook group for accountability and community. Link in the show notes. Be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.